0: Welcome back to Highly Caffeinated. I'm your host, Taylor Mays. I'm so, so excited that you guys are here and joining me for episode three of season two. I hope you guys have been enjoying the previous episodes. Um, So, in this episode, we're going to be talking about how social media is a glimpse and not the full picture. Um, We're going to be talking about How social media is so curated and edited, and how it's imperfect, just like the humans that are behind producing this content, Um, and how likes are associated with our value and our worth. And nowadays, engagement is really associated with our value and our worth. Um, And yeah, I just want to talk about how social media affects our mental health. So I hope you're excited. Get comfy, get some coffee, get a snack, and yeah. Okay, so diving right into the topic, a glimpse and not the full picture, um, I want to start this off by saying first off as a disclaimer, I'm fully aware that I am on social media, I am a content creator, I do all the things on social media, so you know, I'm not making this episode to sound hypocritical or anything like that, I'm making it as sort of an awareness episode of being aware of what you're seeing online and how it can affect you mentally and physically sometimes um you know and and just becoming more culturally aware of the effects that um being online constantly even not just on social media but being online constantly seeing the news everything like that how much it can have an effect on us Um, And so I'm going to be pulling examples from various shows and, um, bringing out my own opinions on different talking points. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. So first thing first, (laughs) um, one show that automatically comes to my mind when I think of social media, i would say is for sure um gossip girl um that might sound weird even though gossip girl at the time when it was made clearly um there was not actual i guess there kind of was because in a few episodes once it got into the later years i guess of the seasons there was social media um where they would be like on their phones and you would see like serena i think there's just one scene where serena and blair are like taking a selfie together and they posted it online or something. Um, but the whole premise of Gossip Girl, if you're not aware, is it's the show, um, made back in the 2000s, I forgot which year, um, but it has Blake Lively, um, and, um, oh my goodness, I literally just forgot. (laughs) That's such a shame. I literally just forgot Blair's real name. Blair Waldorf. I'm about to literally, like, throw a fake, guys, because when have i ever forgotten miss blair waldorf's name um she's an awesome actress why is it so complicated to find her real name like it's not y'all it's literally like not coming up what's her real name (laughs) it's like not oh oh leighton meester yes yes okay (laughs) I was like what the heck um so anyways yeah so it stars blake lively and leighton and also um you know we have joe from you um (laughs) um what's his real name too literally y'all i swear i know these people but like i i'm blanking today on everyone's names so um that's pretty embarrassing ben badgley <laughs> yes um but yes it stars all the icons um it was a classic show i binged it i think it's been two years or three years i binged it during quarantine again for like the second time but the first time i had ever watched it was back in i want to say 2019 or 2018 it was like right before my senior year of high school and the pandemic and stuff so best show ever. I literally watched the entire thing like three times. So good. Um, it honestly just has like this, I know it sounds weird about Gossip Girl. It gives me like a heartwarming feeling because it's, it's so such an old kind of show, but it still has that, it was so ahead of its time. Like it was like the whole premise of Gossip Girl is that basically there are these kids, these high schoolers, um, that are super rich. They live in the upper east side of New York City, um, is that correct? Of New York, yeah, um, and, like, one of the characters, Dan Humphrey, who's played by, um, Penn Badgley, um, he is, like, kind of the outsider, um, and he lives in Brooklyn, if I'm correct, um, somewhere like that, but the, the show stars, basically, the three main characters, I would say, are Blair, Serene, well, um, Blair, Serena, at the beginning of the show, Serena, Serena and Blair are best friends. Um, and basically the start of the show, Serena is coming back. Um, and she's like seen in like Central Station. That's like the most iconic scene ever. She is coming back, um, from basically she ran away and left Um, I think it was like for a few years. I can't remember how long it was on the show. I haven't watched it in so long, but basically she left after like a scandal happened and she, um, had an affair with her best friend, Blair's boyfriend at the time who was Nate, um, during like a wedding or something, they slept together. And then basically she left, abandoned Blair and then Blair's upset because she's like, you're my best friend and you left me for years without telling me where you went I can't remember if in the show she left her a letter or anything, but yeah, she was upset, rightfully so. (laughs) Um, like, I cannot imagine, like, your best friend, like, uh, has sex with your boyfriend, but then, like, just leaves. (laughs) Like, I think she left the country, if I'm correct, but, um, yeah and she was like living it up living her best life like on yachts and crap um but anyways that's not the point so the point that i'm trying to get to is that basically dan stars as this outsider kid he joins the upper east side group and he's kind of like watching all of them basically gossip girl who's voiced by um Kristen bell um there she basically like is um basically like a gossip column I guess she would call it back then um, like she basically like sends all of these notifications to people's phones of like the tea that's happening it's like a, a gossip site um, she basically writes on the tea that's happening within their community of the Upper East Side because um, basically they're all like socialites they're all very rich kids to like very rich and famous parents um, so we have Chuck Bass, who is, like, a bazillionaire, um, because of his dad, um, so, yeah, it's very, like, high-end, very, like, prestigious, um, and, yeah, their life is very prestigious, um, and there are a lot of things wrong with Gossip Girl, obviously, like, the underage drinking, and drug use, and just a lot of things, but, one thing that Gossip Girl was so good at and ahead of the time in was the language in which they spoke and the the use of almost social media before it was even a thing. Um, because at the time that, social, that um, Gossip Girl came out, Blair, um, Serena, the actors, Blake and Leighton, um, weren't really accessible to social media like because social media wasn't a thing yet. So, and I don't even know if Mark Zuckerberg had even, like, I don't even know. But, um, like, I'll have to look into that. But I'm not sure what the timing, the timeline was on all of that. But I do know that social media wasn't fully out yet. It wasn't really, like, a thing. There were gossip columns, gossip sites, all that kind of stuff. News articles, obviously. Um, but, and paparazzi, obviously. But they established this fear in the main characters of like it was almost like the worst fear for the main characters at the time was what was going on in high school and what was going on in their city as well because they were such socialites and prestigious and all that um so what was going on in their crazy lives with their rich parents and all that but also what was um going on on Gossip Girl because she would basically write all of this tea about all of the main characters but she was never seen no one knew who Gossip Girl was no one knew who was behind the site and there were a few times (laughs) I'm not even gonna get into that guys because I'm still angry over this the idea that Dan was Gossip Girl still to this day does not make sense because there were several scenes where he was seen and like there was no way that he could have been typing out that article unless back then they had like later and different like <laughs> um scheduled post things but I doubt it um but yeah the, it was a mess but anyways that's besides the point basically what I'm trying to say here is that Gossip Crow is a great example for sort of the society establishing the fear early on in teenagers of what social media can do and the effect that it can have around of the people the effect that it can have on the people around you um because like i said their worst fear in the show was hey guys thanks so much for watching so far i hope you've been enjoying yourself um join me and get a fresh snack some fresh coffee and we'll be back in just a second Sorry about that, guys. Um, I was my my phone started ringing and then I had to (laughs) hang up on it, but it (laughs) ended my recording. Um, but as I was saying, um, social media Gossip Girl really instilled that fear in teenagers early on of the fear of this possible social media and the idea that someone is watching you at all times, someone someone always knows what's going on in your personal life and the idea that you you never really have privacy everyone knows what's going on in your relationship everyone knows what's going on in your friendships everyone knows what grades you made everyone knows what um you know what the latest is and the city and different stuff like it was insane so that was just a really great example that I could think of of a show that really not necessarily is like a more modern recent show but is a good show as kind of like a staple for showing what um social media could do to you um specifically as a young adult so some of the main talking points I wanted to go over today I'm just going to dive right in um so one of the main things I wanted to talk about Um, that really just (laughs) sets the bar of what we're going to be talking about. Um, Something I wrote down earlier that kind of inspired me for this episode um, was... I'll read it out to you guys. So basically, last night, I was planning out this episode. I didn't know what I was going to call it. Um, And I was reading an article, and then I just started writing, and this is what came to my head before I named the episode. You are only seeing a glimpse of someone's life, not the full picture. What you're seeing on social media is a cropped, edited, reviewed, and revised version of a real person. Remember this when you want to jump to conclusions about someone you only see for 15 seconds on the internet, and yeah, it like basically what I'm trying to say here is that what we see on social media is not a person's full life. Like you're not seeing the ins and outs of their life. Like someone could be posting, yeah, they could be posting that really cute picture with their boyfriend on a date, but what you don't see is that that girl and her boyfriend were literally just fighting before that picture was taken. And it's like you're not seeing everything. You're not seeing how a person's real life is. You're not seeing that, oh yeah, their house is really pretty on the outside. But then when you actually go over there, they don't have any furniture because they can't afford it. You know, that's what people call um, to be house broke. You know, you, you buy this really expensive looking house on the outside. You buy all the expensive cars. Everything on the outside that is like um, curb appeal But then you go inside their house and they have no furniture. Maybe they have some furniture, but it's all worn down. They don't really have that much because they bought this expensive house. But in all reality, they can't afford it. But at least it looks pretty on the outside. That's social media in a nutshell. You can't see everything. Everything is edited, cropped, revised, and reviewed. And all by a real human person. There's a real human person behind the person that you're seeing on social media which I feel like we all forget sometimes you I just need to say this like this might sound random but this is just what's on my heart right now you don't owe anyone anything not a post not a like not a comment like social media is meant for socializing obviously but what I think we forget is that a while back like celebrities were so out of reach for us to easily contact and that's what i was talking about with serena and blair um like back when gossip girl was first created they didn't have what we have nowadays where it's like you see an actress or an actor on a show and then you can go to their instagram and dm them direct message them like that just wasn't a thing back then like you watched these people and you were kind of in awe of who they were and what they were doing what they looked like but all you could see were just images all you could see were cropped, edited, reviewed, and revised images of this real person. But you didn't have access to them. You couldn't, you couldn't message Oprah. You couldn't DM um, freaking... <laughs> you couldn't um, message Jimmy Kimmel if you wanted to. You, can't, you couldn't freaking DM Emma Chamberlain. You couldn't do any of that. You, you had to see an image of them. And make assumptions for yourself of what you thought that they seemed to be. Like, Like you, you couldn't actually know. There was no Instagram stories, any of that. Like, you didn't know. All you were seeing were edited, revised interviews, pictures, everything. So I feel like we forget that. Um, that a while back, celebrities were so out of reach for us to easily contact and message directly therefore any hate celebrities got back then were mostly from either news articles news sources gossip articles and other things like that because like nowadays we feel like because we are so close to influencers celebrities tiktok stars like charlie d'amelio all of them the hype house that we can that because we can dm them and sometimes they'll actually respond to you that they owe us an explanation for everything that they do like no that's their choice and it's also your choice to follow them you don't have to follow them they don't owe you a follow back they don't owe you a comment back on your thing just because you compliment them can you imagine like if in real life if someone complimented you and they were like hey like you look so stunning today and you say thank you um but not because you 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 have to that's just you saying thank you um some people don't respond at all because that's their choice and you know you say thank you because you're a kind person and you're like thank you so much for the compliment but then imagine if they just stood there staring at you waiting for you to compliment them back no that's your choice if you decide to be like hey like thank you so much you you have really pretty shoes on today whatever it is most of the time i will do that just because i like being nice to people but you don't i don't owe someone that compliment back and i feel like when we see different people on social media we think oh well you know they're putting their lives online so therefore like you asked for this, you asked for this hate comment, you asked for this racist remark, you asked for this, you asked for, like, literally the other day I got so ticked off because, and I don't mean for this to sound like a rant, guys, like this is actually an organized episode, but I'm just, like, getting heated because this is a conversation that needs to be had and it's a conversation that keeps being had but nothing keeps being done about it. And the other day I saw a post from... Someone who I love, Tasha Adams from The Bachelor, and she just recently hosted MTV Unscripted Award Show, and she did amazing. She looked beautiful, um, and <laughs> she got a hate comment um, the other day, and you know she gets hate comments all the time, but this one really stuck because her ex fiancé Zach Clark um, actually responded to the person and was like ticked off. Um, and I agreed with everything he said. You guys can probably go find it. People have been posting about it um, because everyone wants them back together. So everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" Zach replied or whatever. But anyways, basically, this person commented on Tasha's post, and like I remember seeing the post earlier in the day, like just briefly. Like I think it was just up on my feed, like when I went to click on Instagram, but I didn't like like it or anything. Like I was just like doing something else preoccupied. Um, but I had remembered seeing it and then I was watching one of my favorite YouTubers, Dave Neal. Um he like basically covered what had just happened on her Instagram with the comment and I was like, oh my gosh, I did see that post. And I didn't think it was inappropriate at all. She was literally in a bikini and the bikini was modest looking. Like it wasn't even flashing anything. Like Come on, like from, from compared to what we see with like James Charles every year at Coachella and like different influencers and stuff, like what she posted was literally nothing. Like she literally like wasn't showing practically anything, and she looked confident. She looked like she was feeling super confident in herself, and she was happy. Like I'm happy for her. She's thriving. But the fact that someone went out of their way to comment on her post and said something like, it was this long paragraph, and they said like, um, and it was obviously a troll because like, their Instagram was inactive, and it was private, and like, they didn't really have that many followers, and the profile picture looked shady, but the person commented and said like, um, what what did they say? They were like, um hey, I mean this in the best way possible, but Taysha, you need to stop posting all of these, like, um, different pictures with, like, your boobs out and all this different stuff, and, um, like, ever since you broke up with Zach or ever since you got cheated on by Zach, which isn't true, um, like, you've basically been dressing like whatever, and I was so aggravated just by reading this. I was like, "I can't imagine how aggravated she is reading that like it was just so out of pocket, <laughs> and it was so uncalled for like why are you I don't get why people go out of their way to comment on your post if you don't like it like if you like why would you go out of your way to like hate on someone like I just don't get it it's so much it's so much easier to be nice to someone like um but anyways." That was a little side rant um but one thing i also wanted to talk about is that um social media is curated and edited your life is not and yeah I, it's basically what it says <laughs> um social media is so edited and you know which is good for different brands and different stuff i edit my pictures because i sell presets you know like it works for some people and for some people they're against editing their pictures whatever i know brands like airy purposely does not allow anyone that posts with them to edit their pictures or um change the way their body looks anything like that because they're all about authenticity and um yeah and i love them but um <laughs> your life is not curated and edited like social media and you can't make it that way it just doesn't work like you can try as hard as possible to make your life match your aesthetic i've tried to do that i mean i'm trying to get there with my bedroom but that's just because it matches i'm trying to get it to match my branding that's different but you can't make your life perfect you can't make it curated and edited you can't do any of that like your real life is your real life like who wants to wake up in the morning and have posted this beautiful picture of you having the best morning ever at this hotel and this fancy hotel and this fancy robe and food service, all these things. And then, you know, in real life, you're sitting there and you have like $1 in your bank account because you paid for this expensive trip or whatever it was just to get the pretty pictures. What was the return on investment there? Nothing. <laughs> the pictures. <laughs> but, um, yeah and so something else i wrote down is that social media will disappoint you it is made by humans ran by humans edited by humans and used by humans humans will disappoint you because we're all imperfect creatures so that post will never be perfect and you will never be perfect so show that like show up on social media as your authentic self and an authentic following will find you so there's no need to feel like you you know you're disappointing your followers if you're not posting this and blah 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 blah. I know it sounds hypocritical of me because I think that way too but I'm trying to get better at realizing that I can never be perfect you know god has created me perfectly in his eyes but that's in his eyes you know it's like (laughs) he has perfect eyes but like you guys know what i mean like if you show up as yourself people who genuinely like you for you will show up for you end of story (laughs) So yeah, guys, just remember that social media is simply a glimpse and not the full picture. Um, You're only seeing a cropped version of everyone around you. So make sure that if you want to build real connections with people online, that you are getting to know them, actually private messaging, uh, I can't speak, private message them and really get to know them. Um, Yeah, and you should be all good. (laughs) So yeah, I would just definitely say don't take yourself too seriously. Um, people will like you for you if you show up as you hey guys thanks so much for watching today's episode i hope you enjoyed Um, make sure you interact with me on spotify um, in the questionnaire little box um, and answer today's question that one with the episode Um, and you guys can leave me a voice message the link is in the description of this episode i hope you guys had a great time and finished up all your coffee and have a wonderful day i'll see you in the next episode